Hello, this is Mary Christopher, and this is our Sunday morning meditation. Today is December the 27th. Wow, we're already through Christmas on our way to New Year's Eve and the New Year. And I think I mentioned in another podcast that um, the winter solstice is actually, I consider it technically to be the new year because we're starting the season that leads to the new year. So it's like the preamble or the warm-up, <laughs> although it's cold. So I hopped around outside this morning uh, so I could record outside. It's beautiful out. The sun is shining. It was in the 60s when I went out. But it's really windy. And there are enough trees and bushes around that it makes noise. And these sensitive microphones on cell phones now pick it up. So I'm inside. I'm looking outside. Um, and it gets quiet, and then the wind comes through again. It's a big wind, so maybe blowing in some weather here in central Texas. But as long as the sun's shining, that's fine by me. Um, One of the things that I have noticed this week a number of things, but this this has a, been a difficult holiday for many, many people because holidays are usually spent with family or friends. And so the word, the, the cautionary word from all the medical people has been to don't get together, stay home, which... I did. Um, And it's really hard. It's one thing if you stay home um, because for some reason or another, you just couldn't go this year, right? Or you just couldn't be together this year. But the, the effect of the virus has been so widespread and touch so many people. I know people who've lost moms, dads, in-laws, um, and most of it, most of it was due to this virus. So that just makes it makes everything a little more difficult. There's more sorrow. There's more grief. And we just, we we find ways to deal with grief. In other traditions, like in the Jewish tradition or the Navajo tradition, <clears throat> the Hopi tradition, they have specific specified 
days of mourning after someone has passed on or has died. And it's designated, it's a very specific form of dealing with death. And there are other cultures as well, but those are the first ones that leap to mind. Um, when, When there are specific ways of dealing with death, that's a good thing. But right now, with the virus as prevalent as it is, a lot of people are not having funerals or they're not having memorial services because people aren't able to gather. So that makes it hard on everybody, family, friends. Uh, So this is like a shift, not a major change, but a shift in our cultural patterns, our social patterns, our ways of dealing with major life events. So, how do we do that? Well, like most things, uh, one step at a time is always a good idea. And, and just allowing ourselves to be creative. I know families that are, are definitely working on uh, unique and creative ways of dealing with all kinds of family situations. Not easy, not easy. Oh, and early on with the virus, one of the best sellers on the internet was um, a hair cutting kit. Those are just flying off the shelves or out of the warehouses or wherever they live. Um, so people were human beings are adaptive. We're good at adapting. And we're also good at burying or depressing or sitting on our feelings. And that's not so good. Oftentimes, uh, if there's a disagreement or a fight, you know, during a fam, at, you know, toward the end of a family funeral or um or that can happen at weddings i mean any major family event you know there can be conflict and people erupting and oftentimes it is because people have emotions very deep feelings that they're sitting on and and it may get triggered while they're at some kind of event, family event. It can easily get triggered. It can get triggered by the situation, by somebody who's there, or even a memory that gets stimulated. So, I think it's really important to be aware of the feelings that we have 
during this kind of a crisis. And then, of course, we get the political drama and the social systems drama overlaid on all that. Oh my gosh, what a mess. What a mess. True. So how do we deal with this? Well, in class, one of the things, in my meditation classes, one of the things we talk about is got to start at home. And that means um, being kind and generous and gentle and sometimes merciful with ourselves. Because in my experience, most of us on the planet are doing the very best we can and doing our best to be a halfway decent neighbor (laughs) to other people. And I think we're too hard on ourselves. I know I can be. And I have people call me on it periodically. So the whole process of learning to be kinder or more gentle or more forgiving or more at ease with the ups and downs of living on the earth right now, we have to be more gentle and caring and kind and merciful with ourselves because that's the equation We can be as loving and kind and supportive to others as we are with ourselves. So that's part of what we're working on in class. And we have been, have been. And using our meditations to go deep and to to be able to rest deeply within ourselves. Because there's nothing in particular in this world that can give us rest. I mean, yes, there are places, there are times, um, there are ways in which we can rest. And this world that we live in is always changing. It's from one day to the other. It's just not the same. And it's been that way ever since I can remember. This life or any other life. So I thought today we could do our meditation and just use that time to be with ourselves in a very gentle and kind and easy way to be forgiving and compassionate and gentle and rest, just let ourselves deeply rest within ourselves. When Jesus was having to deal with the Sadducees and the Pharisees, you know, the boys from the temple, um they were always trying to and and other people as well 
We're always trying to catch him off guard and throw him a zinger. And he was asked, and and the way it's written, I don't know if it was really asked this way, but the way it was written um, always sounds to me like somebody saying to Jesus, okay, Mr. Superstar, if you're so smart, where is this kingdom of heaven? Right? That's the way I hear the question phrased. I have no idea if that's the way it was phrased. but um, And Jesus answered them, and he said, The kingdom of heaven is within. And the way that particular verse is translated doesn't say within what, or where, or <laughs> how, or... So my assumption is that Jesus was pretty good at meditating, that he'd had some serious training and work and like that in ter- to be able to go deep and to really be present. That's Being present is, is not always easy. But but as we learn to meditate better and better, as we get better at that meditation process, it also makes us it easier for us to be present, to be more present, to listen better, to smile more. <laughs> um, to, the more present we are, the more we tend to see the humor in things. And I don't mean making fun of people or situations, but literally the humor in activities that are going on around us. And that is one thing that comedians are good at. They are good at seeing humor in a situation and being able to describe it or get us to laugh about it. Okay, so I'm sitting here watching the trees and bushes blow in the wind. And I'm comfortable, propped up. So let's do our meditation. And as we as we breathe, we will be um Slowing our breath down, which will help slow our heart rate down to a good, normal, easy pace, will also help us relax. And I will walk us into the meditation using our breath. Then we'll um, bring our attention to our hearts and Rest there. It's a very secure, safe place for us to rest. And then, using our breath, I will bring us out of our meditation. And hopefully, uh, you and I will have had a very lovely rest. Okay. It's also a good idea to stretch a little bit before 
doing meditations partly because a lot of us are sitting more now for whatever reason and sitting um, or in anything where we're stationary for too long we means we definitely need to move humans are built to move which is why we're hinged all over our body has a lot of hinges i've counted them before but um there are a lot of hinges in other words our joints are like hinges and that means we're meant to move so the more we do that the healthier we'll be so if you're comfortable you can close your eyes Close them all the way or part way. Breathe in through nose gently. Gently breathing all the way down into your solar plexus. Breathing out. Feel the breath. Moving from your lungs your windpipe, your throat and out of your nose or you can breathe out of your mouth if that's more comfortable. If you're having trouble breathing in through your nose just do what's comfortable. As you breathe in, feel, feel the breath moving in. Down your throat, your windpipe, into your lungs. All the way down to the bottom of your lungs. As you breathe out, following your breath, Let yourself relax. We're remembering how to let go and feel. Just feel. Now as you breathe in, following your breath, Feel yourself becoming more centered. As you breathe out, following your breath up to your heart, Be aware of your heart, of the beating, the rhythm. And allow yourself to be with that rhythm. I'm always grateful 
my steady beating of my heart. And even if our hearts aren't always perfect, if we're here, they're still beating. Now as you breathe in, allow yourself to rest right there with your heart. Just sink in to the peacefulness, the rhythm. the beauty of your heart.
Now as you breathe in, be aware of how peaceful or rested or centered you are right now, right in this moment. And as you breathe out, be aware how relaxed you are. As you breathe in, be aware of how centered or calm or at ease you are with yourself. And as you breathe out, when you're ready, following your breath out into the space all around you, gently open your eyes. Oh, oh, nice stretch. Yes, yes. I hope you have a wonderful week. Remember to breathe. Remember to smile. Generates endorphins, the happy hormones. Take good care of yourself and we'll pick up later in the week.